Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of this Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our Helium 10 Weekly Buzz, where we give you a rundown on the latest news that is happening in the e-commerce space. We have interviews with people in the industry you need to hear from and give you training tips of the week for serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. Today, we just got a couple of news articles that talk about the Amazon's airplanes to something new with Shopify coming for bigger sellers. Uh, we've also have a mini interview uh, with Shivali about a little project about how to take an Amazon product and get it on Etsy. And then I've got a great kind of product research uh, strategy for you guys, how to do keyword research uh, kind of density research on the fly, uh, instead of having to go into Cerebro and Magnet and trying to open up a whole bunch of tools, you can actually do it right there on Amazon. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Let's go ahead and hop right into the news though. Uh, the first article that we have today is about Amazon Air. All right, so Amazon Air is the kind of airplane fleet that Amazon has. And there's this article on air cargo news that talks about Amazon Air set to spell, sell space on its aircraft to third parties, all right? So it's got like some extra uh, capacity, it says, on their airplanes. And so like they're starting to do stuff like putting pineapples uh, and salmon to Hawaii and Alaska. Um, but it says that possibly they're gonna start opening up more things because they have extra space, like more capacity where now you might even be able to do retailer to consumer shipments, you know, like moving uh, packages from warehouses to consumers, like almost as if it was a competition to FedEx and UPS. Now it's not, it, Amazon doesn't have plans right now. It says, you know, as far as the, their airplanes go to, to use this, to, to kind of like completely rival the door-to-door -door service of like a FedEx or UPS, you know, where, where anybody can just go ahead and, and, you know, send something overnight via Amazon and they pick it up and, and they deliver it the next day to your customer. But who knows? That could be where they're headed since they have extra space. Um, but for us, you know, for those of us who do fulfilled by merchant, you know, whether we're not using FBA for our Shopify businesses, or if we're just doing a lot of direct-to-consumer, you know, shipments, this is another potential down the road, especially if we're a bigger seller. Uh, you know, we have a, a large warehouse where we might be able to actually buy space on Amazon airplanes to deliver, you know, uh, across the different countries. So this is something to to look into. Um, who knows? Maybe we're going to have a, another option instead of just USPS, FedEx and UPS. So something to keep an eye on. Speaking of uh, bigger sellers, you know, uh, Shopify is actually starting something as well where they have a new subscription pro uh, product that is for large retail clients, all right? So what uh, Shopify, those of you who sell on Shopify, you might have um, be part of the basic part of Shopify, which costs $29 a month, or you might have Shopify Plus that starts at $2,000 a month, but now they're starting something called Commerce Components, all right? Now this Commerce Components like takes things to the next levels for like you know, kind of like bigger enterprise level sellers and um, they already started with Mattel and how this is going to be different. Um, we're not really sure yet, or at least this article from Reuters here uh, isn't sure, but it takes a, a quote and says commerce components is fundamentally for a new segment of the market that has historically been underserved. We think this gives us a new market to go into Shopify president said in an interview. So it's going to include like a lot of like software development, custom integrations and things like that. So if you you guys are like, you know, 
eight, nine figure seller or enterprise. You know, I know there's some of you out there, you know, we have obviously a lot of billion dollar companies that use this like Lego and things, and you're not doing Shopify yet because, you know, maybe you thought uh, you needed something more advanced. Well, it looks like Shopify is coming out for something for you guys. Um, don't forget if you are, you know, one of the um, enterprise level customers of Helium 10, well, we have our own enterprise solution. Make sure to get a demo of that uh, Market Tracker 360. You can get a free demo of that at uh, h10.me forward slash MT360. Now, our last article of the day is uh, actually from uh, Alibaba News. Um, it was kind of like a a prediction on 2023 for the Chinese market. And it's interesting to kind of like follow what happens in the Chinese market as far as on the commerce side, because they're a lot of times like a year or two ahead of Europe and the U.S. as far as what's going to trend. Like, you know, last year you saw how big in China things like live shopping was, and now it's gaining a lot of growth in Europe and the U.S. So I, I thought this was interesting. Um, this part it says metaverse, give me more. And Alibaba even has something like in their ecosystem where it allows consumers to explore brands through game-like experiences, browse digital showrooms and personalized avatars and try on clothing. Uh, and like, here's a team, uh, a, a screenshot from Tmall, which is one of the websites over there where, you know, if you're in the metaverse, maybe you've got one of those VR devices or something, potentially, you can go and browse like in 3D, you know, I'm looking here, there's watches and Burberry and, and just in very interesting things. And in addition, what a lot of brands are doing is they're making these like digital collectibles, kind of like NFTs, I think, um, and where consumers are buying these as, you know, from brands, you know, uh, this is kind of like interesting, like two dozen says since late 2021, nearly two dozen luxury brands have released 37 digital collections on Alibaba's Tmall Luxury Pavilion and thousands of consumers have purchased them. Uh, it says by 2026, a quarter of consumers will spend at least one hour a day in the metaverse for work, shopping, education, social or entertainment. Um, so this is something to to keep an eye on. You know, maybe it's only for bigger customers or bigger companies right now. But imagine a world in which, you know, like people want to do their shopping kind of like in the metaverse or with virtual reality or, you know, in a more immersive experience where not only would you be able to shop and that means as Amazon sellers or third party sellers, you need to kind of like have something in the metaverse. But, you know, you could, you know, even later have to, you know, be able to create nfts or other digital collectibles that have to do with your brand to further your brand's exposure so something to look at all right the next thing i wanted to talk to you about is uh, there's a lot of people who ask me like hey i want to be able to give out discounts to to my friends and or i've got a youtube channel or i've got an instagram channel about e-commerce and i want to give helium 10 discounts and get commission on it well we actually have one of the best commission programs uh, affiliate programs in the space. And so if you guys are interested to get more information about it, it's completely free to sign up. Go to h10.me forward slash crush it. All right. h10.me forward slash crush it. It's a really great uh, program that we have where you can earn monthly commissions for life. All right. So it's actually 25% for life. So like, for example, let's say you have a YouTube channel and you create a helium 10 video, and then you have like a, a discount code or a link there. And so somebody actually buys Helium 10 from there um, and they start subscribing to it. Well, maybe you never see that customer again, right? 
But as long as they're paying Helium 10, you're getting 25% of whatever they pay us. So imagine like, let's say they sign up for the diamond plan, um, you know, $250. Well, I don't know what my math is. Like whatever 25% of that is like 75, 80 bucks, whatever. Uh, you're getting a check for 80 bucks or 90 bucks from them, depending on what, what kind of add-ons they have. Three, four, five years from now, you're still getting that check from Helium 10, even though you've never even talked to that, that customer. So it could be a, a great way uh, for you guys to get some extra money if, if you have like an e-commerce uh, kind of space in, in social media. Uh, make sure to check that out, uh, h10.me forward slash crush it. All right. All right. Uh, next up, uh, we've got a quick interview here with Shivali. We had a uh, kind of, I gave her a little project to do about getting a listing up on Etsy. So let's see some of the differences of having listings on Amazon and also Etsy. All right. So Shivali, ha had you ever uh, made an Etsy listing before, like for your Amazon business in the past? Like you never sold on Etsy, I don't think, did you? Never, but I've definitely browsed on Etsy. So that was the most experience I had. Have you ever bought anything on Etsy? I don't believe I have actually. I'm always close, but because I had no prior experience with Etsy, I was always a little bit hesitant. All right. So as you were looking, um, as you were looking into, you know, this this mini project I gave you to, to get some of our listings that were on Amazon on Etsy, what was something that you found in your research that's like, oh yeah, this is not just a matter of copying and pasting our Amazon like listing, what, what kind of differences in the process of creating a listing did you, did you notice? So as opposed to Amazon, Etsy gives you the option of uploading up to 10 photos. I believe for Amazon, it's usually seven. And then you still have access to uploading a video that's about five to 15 seconds, but there are a few differences. So when you are uploading the listing on the back end, you have this option for renewal. And typically, they automatically renew that listing for $0.20 cents after four months. But uh, you do have the option of changing that to doing that manually. Your description section is also limited to just that description section. You don't have like the four bullet points plus the product description plus any A-plus content that you have. So you're really taking all that information from Amazon and then making it concise and efficient for conversions and for your consumer to really read and feel understood and buy. And outside of that, you do have access to some other attributes. Of course, you have your, what is this material made out of? Who made it? When is it? Uh, how long is it going to take you to really ship out? But then your shipping section is, of course, different from if some if you're doing Amazon FBA, for example, because now you're using the U.S. Postal Service. So you do have access to priority mail or ground mail, uh, standard international, but you have to really make your choice of what is really going to allow your package to get to the consumer. Okay, let's take a look at um, the listing that you first uh, were going to you know pull from, which is the Amazon uh, listing. Here I see. Here's the main image, white background. Uh, that that's mm -hmm. probably a difference too. Like I noticed, you didn't yeah. on the main image here. You just had like a more of a like a lifestyle. So so it's kind of opposite, right? On Etsy, you don't you don't want to have a white background or like a very commercial looking background for your main image. That is correct, especially because that image is the first thing that the consumer sees. But Etsy is a different platform, and there they're really going to be doing more so lifestyle images. Where is that product really being used in real life? How is that use case going to be for them? Okay. I also see 
I guess there's not really bullet points on the Etsy listing, but the mm-hmm. description is like right up here front and center. We're like on the on the Amazon listing. I mean, you've got to scroll forever and ever. So maybe the description is not very important on Amazon, but on Etsy, you probably have to have your your um, your description on point. Okay. And I see it kind of made like, uh, did you have to do HTML? No, you, you just put no. paragraphs here and, and then it, it puts it in. You don't have to know HTML for this, huh? Okay. No, not at all, which is which is nice. <laughs> how do you, um, the, this tags uh, section down here, like uh, how did you choose these these keywords? So I did look for relevancy. Uh, Cerebro is definitely one thing that one tool you can turn to to find some tags that are good. Of course, it's a little bit different because this is Etsy and not Amazon. However, typically those things that are in demand on one platform can translate into another platform. So that's just something to keep in mind as you're choosing those tags. Okay. And then I see here you were choosing your ta- what you're talking about. The shipping services looks like only... Um, USPS. This is what we do. So for to get this up and going, I mean, since we obviously had an Etsy account running, like uh, outside of the research part, you know, just uploading it, getting the listing approved and stuff like how long did that part take once you decided what the copy was going to be? So once we knew what the listings that we wanted to upload were, the process was very simple. Honestly, as long as you have the information ready to go, you can upload it fairly fast within five to 10 minutes. But if you are starting a little bit more from scratch where you're just pulling that information together, of course, it'll take you a little bit longer. Cool. And I'm just looking here. I'm going to type in coffin bookshelf, which is like the main keyword for this one here on Etsy. Let's just scroll down. There we go. We're, see, we're already on the page one, like halfway you know, through page one. All right. Well, thank you very much, Shivali, for this project. And uh, let's see what's the next thing you, uh, you do. I think we want you to... Uh, uh, tweak some of our Walmart listings. And so maybe we'll bring you back to, to see how that project went. Sounds wonderful. Thanks for having me. All right. La- last up, I just want to give you guys a quick tip uh, for doing product research. All right. So sometimes you might just be browsing on Amazon or you know, maybe even you, you came across something. Maybe you started in Helium 10 black box, but you're on Amazon and you're like, hey, I just want to get some quick keyword level information for what's going on in this page, all right? So let's say like, for example, here, I just typed in coffin shelf on Amazon and I'm like, all right, I I think coffin shelf is probably the best keyword here, but what are some other keywords that potentially drive the sales? So all you have to do guys, there's a a button at the very bottom uh, here. Uh, As you can see, just put your mouse over and then hit this X-ray keywords, all right? Once you hit X-ray keywords, this window comes up and it's gonna show you instantly, just one click, what are some of the main keywords that these products on this page are, are having a lot of first page placements on. So for example, we can see if, if, I, if I would just uh, sort this by competitor rank average and I wanna see which ones are the top ones, I would see, hey, there's a lot of these products here who are, are doing well for goth makeup, goth stuff, uh, coffin shelf right there is at the top. So yeah, this has the most search volume of the of the top keywords. Gifts for goths, you know, like I didn't even realize that. Like that's something that I might even have in my listing. I didn't realize that gifts for goths was important for the coffin shelf. Niche horror gifts for women, uh, makeup shelves, gothic accessories for women. So I, with just one click, I'm getting insights into the kind of keywords that make up this niche. Conversely, if I actually go onto a listing, like let's go ahead and click on this guy's sponsored ad because he has Amazon's choice and it's not us. So I'm going to 
make him pay $1 right there. All right, so let's say I'm on this exact page. I'm like, hey, this guy must be doing well. What are some of the keywords that are driving his sales? Of course, I could just you know go into Cerebro and get that, but no, I'm gonna just hit that button. I'm gonna hit X-ray keywords directly on this page, and then instantly, I'm gonna be able to see some of the main keywords that this exact product is on page one for. And then, if, you know, sure enough, there it is. Coffin shelf is right there. Coffin bookshelf, bat shelf, and there's another keyword that I didn't find was a creepy decor. So, guys, this is a great way uh, if you're trying to just do some keyword research or product research on the fly. You want a quick idea of what keywords could be driving the sales of whatever product you're browsing on. Who knows? Maybe you're shopping on Amazon and you're like, whoa, this might be a good idea. What are the keywords that are people using to find this product? One click, guys, without even having to go into Helium 10. It's a great uh, product research little tip right there. All right, guys, that's it this week for the Weekly Buzz. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys next week to see what's buzzing.